is in the know for Wednesday, May 11, the 131st day of 2022. There are 234 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. How warm will it get today? Well, it's going to feel like summer, that's for sure. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on the No, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Are you in full T-ball mama mode? After after I last suppose, night, yeah. yeah. Uh, did uh, your uh, your uh, your back of your shirt say Leia's number one fan? Uh-huh. Uh, do you feel like pretty solid that you packed the best uh, snacks and drinks bag of everybody at the complex? Yeah. Oh yeah, is that a reasonable chance yes. of that? Yeah, she 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 was not going to go thirsty. No, she was um, not going to go hungry either. No, but apparently I needed to add a couple more things. So uh, yeah, so she, I asked her. I was like, "What else do you want Mama to put in here?" So, and she said, what, she had to she had to take off. She had to get back oh, to the dugout. Her break yeah. was over. Her break was. I got over. it. He's a five time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley, and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not not too bad. Thinking, you know, the K one hundred five Digital Productions crew might want to look real hard at uh, doing some live coverage of the Clarkson T ball hey, games. I heard brought, there's some some was, real talent out there. Listen, I, I'm in. Let's let's make it happen. I know that we've got other crew members that are interested as well. <laughs> we had our first uh, T ball game after getting rained out twice last week. We had our first. Uh, first t-ball game, and uh, it was uh, it was a nice <laughs> night at the ballpark. It was. Um, Did you check on Travis Johnston this morning? Travis Johnston's got a here it goes. Uh, oh, back through the rickets. Yeah. Uh, Alea lined one back uh, back through the uh, back straight up the middle into her own coach, Coach <laughs> Travis Johnston's arm. And then when she did later score, he what? did uh, tell her. Oh, he got her. He tried to get out of the way. Travis is not. He's a step slower than he used to be. Uh, he was not able to completely get out of the way. But uh, if you're watching the video, she also takes an unconventional path to first base. But she does get there. Uh, so well, she, see, she would have been called safe anyways because that would have been fielder's interference. That's true. Because, there was definite uh-huh. fielder's interference. She has to go around three of the opposing yeah, players like, to get, get there. But when she gets to first base, she does a little twirl like, hey, uh-huh. I made it here. So uh, she took one on the head, too. Yeah, she got she hit in the forehead with, uh, with the ball, so that's okay. Uh, I also noticed that um, – I'm not say this too loudly, but we might have a ball hog on our hands yeah. because – uh, five five defensive plays. She <laughs> fielded the first five, mm-hmm. and then I noticed that Travis Johnston, Coach Johnston, mm-hmm. wanted to have a little uh, meeting with her out by second base, and they they had some conversations mm-hmm. and cut up a little bit. And I noticed it was conveniently about four batters or so, mm-hmm. and then he led her back up to the line, and she resumed her um, her defensive <laughs> prowess. But it's because she just quicker than like yeah. quicker than I mean, everyone so she gets to many balls but i f- kind of felt bad like Alea, everybody needs to get a chance that hit i mean looking like david ortiz in that red Sox jersey <laughs> you stop that talking you stop that dustin talking. pedroia i'm just saying i i, I just um I've, I've heard some of the espn and mlb scouts you know the talking heads this morning talking about i heard coach very, reese was already a very looking high, to bring her up she's got i'm, I'm hearing chatter she's got a very high baseball iq uh, so that's uh that's good now we had a good time uh i still don't you know i think our papa tommy might have been keeping score on the number of runs um but he didn't he didn't share with anybody on what the actual total was but i'll tell you both teams seem to have fun though that both teams had fun and i i'm so happy there 
it was it was so nice to see so many families out at the ballpark last night after mm-hmm. things have been weird the last couple of years and you know all four fields were going all at one time and there were teams waiting for the field the parking was crazy it's just it it was just a nice really nice evening at the ballpark mm-hmm. uh by the way i also want to give kind of brag on uh, Adam and Lacey Cox's daughter is also on the Alea's mm-hmm. team, and she's got some good natural ability as well. She had a couple of nice hits last night, so it's uh, it's good. It was just good to see good to see people out enjoying, having family time, and uh, just enjoying the national pastime. So good, uh, good for all those. Might families. need to send a uh, bag of ice though over to the good old Cougar Den today. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Coach I think, Johnson I think might Coach Johnson got a big old he got a big old strawberry perhaps on his on his left forearm. Might shoot him a text. Might check on him just to see how he's doing. <laughs> he probably had to ice that throughout the evening. Hey, we're gonna have summer vibes today. It's gonna be warm and humid. Not just warm, but also humid. You might have even noticed the air being a little bit heavier when you walked out the door this morning. Uh, we'll see partly cloudy. We're not going to get to ninety degrees here between the lakes. But uh, we'll get into the into the mid to upper 80s today. That heat island that is the Louisville and Jefferson County area where they got all that concrete, all the asphalt, they could see 90 degrees, but I just don't think we'll officially I mean, see it here today. How is us feeling? Is there really that much of a difference between 85 and 90? Not much. It's just more about for scoreboarding and scorekeeping. Uh-huh. No, it didn't quite Hot. hit 90. You know, it rolls over to the next 10. Clear in 62 tonight, so we'll get a little bit cooler overnight tonight than it did uh, this morning, just just a uh-huh. hair, and because last night still about ten o'clock, it was about seventy five degrees still. Uh, so a very pleasant evening and then very warm tomorrow and a high of eighty eight. And I'd like that we can high. we can start the scoreboard watch for graduation. Oh yeah, we look off into the distance and see. Uh, I guess it's now officially in the ten day forecast, uh-huh. and that's about what you would expect. About a three in ten <laughs> chance of rain. Chance of rain and hot when it's that warm and going to be humid. You're going to see uh, you're going to see some some warmth. Uh, we're uh, just now. Now we're uh, less than a week away from Election Day. Election Day officially will be uh, Tuesday. Uh, early voting starts tomorrow. Yes? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know just, I was looking at this yesterday, and yeah, I, I can't remember. There's, there's early voting, my understand. The new state laws, new state uh-huh. voting rules, I believe there's voting on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you can research and figure out how to do that. But There's so, a story, K105.com, for that. <laughs> there is one today? Not today, but uh, it, if you go it, back a couple of days. Oh, I see. So there's, there's one there that you can find. My grandmother voted on Monday. She did. She vote absentee. Maybe yeah. I don't know. So Edmondson County, right? Yes, so that's correct. a little different than yeah. Grayson County, probably as well. Yeah. Well, uh, they could be doing more, but my understanding of Secretary Adams' rules that they negotiated with the Bashir administration is there is at least one Saturday of early voting, and I think there's a total of three days of early voting, and so that's uh, so anyway. Voting actually begins tomorrow. But then vote the still official 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. polling uh, Thursday, is open Friday, up. Saturday from 8 to 4 at the center on Main okay. for early in-person voting. And do you require an excuse for that? Is that anyone? Do it you, seems do you know? like it is. It is anyone. OK. Well, speaking um, of Election Day, the uh, endorsements are being handed out. And yesterday, <laughs> uh, Thomas Massey went from uh, zero to hero in the eyes of former President Trump. Do you remember when President Trump called uh, Thomas Massey a disaster for America and for the great state of Kentucky? He urged GOP leaders to throw Massey out of the party. He called him a... Um, what was he called him? A first-rate grandstander or something like that? Well, now Trump is calling him a conservative warrior and a first-rate defender of the Constitution. Uh, yeah, his third-rate grandstander is what he called him back in 2020 when he was dragging his feet on the on the uh, uh, the, the, the interesting plan. part is is that and again in that race is and it's it's hard to even call her a challenger <laughs> yeah. in the primary uh-huh. but it's a hardcore like that's what she was running on was Trump 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 mm-hmm. Trump like her ads all had her wearing the maga hat and everything yeah. so for her we got to think what's she feeling right now well here's the other thing congressman guthrie got congressman guthrie got the endorsement yesterday I'm not saying Congressman Guthrie asked for the endorsement, but he got it nonetheless. And the same thing for Congressman Comer. Uh, Trump, he uh, endorsed... Surprisingly enough, didn't endorse anyone in the Louisville district. Yeah, he endorsed four other Republican congressmen yesterday. But you know how I said a few (laughs) days ago, President Trump considers the Trump name a brand. 
And what he's doing, it's like the good housekeeping seal of approval or any other designation that you receive. He, th- club. he thinks that somehow if he puts his name associated with your name. Now, he doesn't pick losers, to be clear. He's not endorsing someone for their virtue. He just like it was spending the day at Churchill Downs going, I think that horse is going to win. I think that horse is going to win. I think that horse is going to uh, win. Let's endorse them. That's, he probably that's bet on Epicenter is what you're saying. He probably, probably. Or at he least, wasn't probably a Rich Strike guy. <laughs> Lisa Zan. No, he did not endorse Rich Strike. I'm, I'm pretty sure. A murder suspect and the jailer who helped him escape from an Alabama lockup were carrying $29,000 in cash, four handguns, and an AR-style rifle, and were prepared for a shootout when they were captured in Indiana a couple of days ago. That's new information coming out of the uh, Monday capture that led to the uh, eventual death of uh, Vicki White and appears to what was, she was not being forced, this was a jailhouse romance. It was mutual. They spent several days in Evansville, Indiana, and when I saw him being arrested yesterday and led from that wreck, he's like six five, or he's tall. Is he? Yeah, he's extremely tall, uh, man. And so we continue every day. We continue to learn a little bit more about the uh, uh, the weird story. Yes, yeah, it's extremely weird. Uh, Grayson County father, a felon who has a lengthy history of arrest, and his teenage daughter have been arrested by the Grayson County Sheriff's Office and State Police on drug charges. Over the weekend, law enforcement officers arrived at a residence in the 1600 block of Sipes School Road to serve a warrant on 47-year-old Billy Wayne Elkins of Caneyville. He attempted to flee the residence out the back door, but they were able to take him into custody before he exited the home. During a search of him, they found syringes in a baggie containing a white substance. They also found a um, they also found a backpack. And near uh, his daughter and 18-year-old Autumn Elkins of Caneyville, both were arrested on possession and other various drug charges. The governor, five months after the deadly tornadoes ripped through western Kentucky, yesterday announced $16 million in funding to help provide homes for storm victims. The money is coming from the Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund. It will help provide up to 300 homes for families in the 13 counties in the region. Nonprofit groups, Habitat, Habitat for Humanity, Homes and Hope for Kentucky, and the Fuller Center for Housing submitted proposals to help build up to 100 homes each, and the relief fund is supported by donations. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting. The next year is going to tell the tale for these areas of western Kentucky, where I believe uh, I'm kind of seeing some signs and hearing some information that there are people who live in the damaged areas of western Kentucky, particularly middle-class people who were either underinsured or when everything they have or had was taken from them, they're just choosing to go somewhere else to start again. It will be interesting to see what the long-term impact is on these areas as a population center when if you have no reason to stay, you might choose to go somewhere else and it will be interesting to see where they go. Will they follow the trend of moving closer to Owensboro, closer to Bowling Green, closer to Louisville, or, et cetera? Or completely out of state. You know, it's for some people, it's probably they just need a complete fresh start. Yep. And you, I don't know else. that you can blame anybody. No, no. I mean, there's got to be trauma uh, and post-trauma post, post uh, stress yeah. Yeah, that, that goes along with that. Um, I, and, I, and it doesn't even have to be, by the way, it doesn't have to be PTSD. It doesn't have to be to the point of disorder. If you live through it, you have some level of post-trauma stress, and it will impact your decision-making to say, it's best for me to move and leave the area. A lot of a lot of people who stay in communities like Bremen or Mayfield, or for that matter, Litchfield and Grayson County, just name whatever rural area, Springs, yeah. most of the reason you're there is because that's where your home is. Right. This is where my home is. This is where I live. I know where I go to work. I know where I go to church. I know where I, I know where my family is. If those things get removed, then it starts to you know reframe what uh, you choose to do. So it will be interesting. The Foster Care Review Board of Kentucky, Citizen Foster Care Review Board, needs volunteers. There are about forty-five counties 
in Kentucky that are needing um, needing volunteers, and you can find information about how to at K105.com. I will not labor you with all 45, but I will tell you that Grayson, Breckenridge, Hardin, and Ohio are among the 45. So if you fall within that uh, those geographic areas, your help could be needed. The Kentucky State General Fund receipts last month reached an all-time record, up by more than a third compared to April 2021. The road, in, road fund income dropped during the same period. April's level of general fund receipts of $1.84 billion is the highest monthly amount ever reported. Receipts rose nearly 35% over last April's collections, bringing the year-to-date growth rate to 16.4%. So an indicator that... Uh, the economy is uh, chugging along in Kentucky. I don't know that a lot of road work going on right now. Uh, this, it's the season mm-hmm. for highway, it every day. highway repair. Yeah, we've got a big one between Litchfield and Clarkson. There's a big one going on between Litchfield, uh, uh, more specifically between Clarkson and Elizabethtown. Now, kind of rehabbing the Western Kentucky Parkway. If you travel, has that? I know that I've. I, it's been a while since I've driven through there. Have they started doing a lot of work to that? I know you. You oh, travel yes. through there. Oh yes, yes they have. I know the last time I went through is one lane, but she they had started there anything. on Friday. Yeah. And I think you you had well, it was not a it was not a nasty word, but it was you you didn't speak favorably of your experience on the uh, Parkway. I think I said stinky. I think that was yeah, it or wasn't something. A terrible word. Every time you drive through, do you call Chris Jesse and? Blame it on him, or I I do like uh, I do kind of like George Costanza at him. Uh huh. Curse you, Chris Jesse. Because it is you know, his I fault, don't actually right? call him, uh, but I will like it. We will all like it when it's finished. Yes, that absolutely. parkway is rough, and so right it now is. they've oh, yeah, they've milled out the inner lanes along the median, and they're working on median in some areas. And when they do that, then they've even started paving some of it back. So they're 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 doing better. It's amazing how fast they can do that too. It is. Uh, I. But but here's what I so speaking of Chris Jesse, I'm glad you mentioned him. I there are a couple things in play here. If if you see the new design of 31W or Dixie Highway in Elizabethtown, they have embraced the idea. Well, they're Texas turnarounds. Is that what we learned? Texas, yeah, Texas turnarounds, where you can't actually yeah, yeah, do like the U-turn kind you of have things. To, yeah, you yeah. have to turn right to turn left. You go down and turn, so it presents it prevents congestion, uh-huh. so that there, there are different turnaround lanes. So you can't go straight across an intersection. In some cases, you have to go with the flow of the traffic and then go down. You see, and I didn't back. know that that had happened, and I was trying to get somewhere. I'd, it's been about six months ago, and right. I. Soon realized that I couldn't get to the spot that I usually had to, and I had to do one of the. Then, in the portions U-turns. of Lexington, there are some areas where they've got the off ramp flow reversed. Is that the one where they where they cross? Yeah, when you yeah. come when you come down the ramp, you First. actually get into the lanes that appear to be oncoming, and then when they've got an X shaped inter, uh, intersection. First, First right, time so I ever did that, I was right? thrown off. You've got the return of roundabouts. Which I love, and then you have the next. Then you have this thing that I'm about to get to next. So here's what I don't know: has has technology really taken transportation to a super duper higher level with innovation? Well, they're engineers that study that. They're absolutely engineers that study that, but by being able to archive data better and do deeper studies and have archival information and study it over long periods of times, has technology enhanced their ability to design and say, this is best? And, or, has technology enabled us as citizens to just know more about it because mm-hmm. they're more effective in communicating what they're doing. And this is the, here's the case I present to you. You need to call Chris Jesse. If you. you complain because you think you've been stopped at a red light for an excessively long time, the transportation cabinet says it could be your own fault. You may be able to control your own destiny in terms of when the light turns green if you make sure to pull all the way up to the stop bar at the intersection but also don't cross the stop bar mm. because there is a sensor. Now there, the technology allows this. for a sensor that senses traffic patterns. And if there's, if there's vehicles waiting and so instead of more, the more traditional timer, mm-hmm. they still do have timers by the way, that can be utilized, but for just general traffic flow, they're using sensors. So if you pull up too far in the intersection 
or not far enough, it's not going to know you're there and it's not going to turn for you. I've always heard this. You have? My, my mom had always told me that because I know that there was one stoplight in northern Kentucky that would take forever. And it would always be like, you got to get by the sensor. Got to get it just right. Well, I think that in more populous areas where roads get rehabbed more quickly, like in northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. I think these have been more prevalent mm-hmm. longer and or in major intersections of Bowling Green or Elizabethtown. But these are more and more now. Like as they're reap, these are becoming commonplace. Every time they rebuild an intersection, it gets the latest technology, it gets the latest traffic control patterns. So we're either they're either just doing a better job of informing us and educating us, or they're doing some super neat things mm-hmm. that maybe they over the last decade that they didn't do in the decades before. So I, I, I the other day I thought oh, I'll go ahead and beat the yellow light. And I was like, no, I'm not going to chance it. And I ended up with my front wheels across the stop bar, and I sat there for a long time. I thought, you mm-hmm. knucklehead, why are mm-hmm. you doing that? So, And mm-hmm. the person behind me wouldn't let me back up. Mm-hmm. And so it was, mm-hmm. was kind of rough. You know, so. Anyway, got to pay attention to what you're doing out there. Uh, good information. Got to get to a break. Now if we can just master the roundabout, we'll be in good shape. It's easy. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more here on In the Nova. Today is Eat What You Want Day. It is also Hostess Cupcake Day. (laughs) I guess they kind of go together, but... In case you want to eat a Hostess Cupcake today. And it is Twilight Zone Day today. So I guess stay there. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure I've ever seen an episode of that show. I've just seen a couple, but uh, I've certainly been on the Hollywood Tower of Terror... Many times at mm-hmm. Disney's Hollywood Studios, that's, that is themed. That one like is one yes, of those that drops. That's the yeah. elevator that uh-huh. drops. Yes, uh-huh. and they, it is themed after the Twilight Zone. Okay, so I'm not sure. I imagine not sure if I you that. will. Is what he's, uh, mm-hmm. Imagine if you will. See, I'm not I'm space dimension. I like my two bubble. feet on the ground. I don't want to be dropping. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it, it, the good the good thing about yes, it's in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> you're not out there suspended. It's not like the Superman thing at the other where you're just you're there and you're just dropping you're in a building and then the doors open and you can see out Mm -hmm. and you drop but also it's not as drastic as it feels and Mm -hmm. they also push you up so it's got a hydraulic that when Mm -hmm. you're going back up it's being it pushes you so that when you do get to the top it lifts you out of your seat a little bit and it's just more about a sensation than it being actually drastic Mm -hmm. but Anyway, what that has you, to do with Twilight can, Zone, I don't know. You can co- go for me, and I'll just keep my feet on the That's ground. That's fine, yeah. I, I, I will tell you, it's never been my favorite, mm-hmm. but the kids want to do it. Like, Taylor's always loved it. And mm-hmm. so I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it, we'll go. Try not to. I, just, I try to be a good sport. Here are everything, everyday things that you didn't realize had a name. There are things that you encounter frequently that mm-hmm. you call probably a thingamabob or a whatsamadoosit or a doomahickey. Thingamajig, yeah. And it has a real, I have whosits and whatsits galore. <laughs> like an aglet, aglet in <laughs> that what it's called? i Yeah. On your shoelaces? Yes. That's not on this list, but yes, you're correct. The small metal or paper cup that restaurants provide to hold condiments such as ketchup or barbecue sauce. The ketchup it's, cup. It's metal. It's wiry. They put all the salt and pepper shaker go in the sides. Oh, a caddy like thing. Yeah, okay. What I see you what would call right? we would call that a caddy. I thought you meant it's like actually, the cup if you go to McDonald's yeah, that you put the ketchup in, like the paper cup. Oh, you know you. It says small metal or paper cup. Well, I guess You're it right. can be metal. It's yeah. the metal cups. Those are called. Yes, they're the ones that you get that you go and you pump. Mm-hmm. That's it's mm-hmm. not the caddy. It's but the ones gotta, that you uh, pump. You got to open it yes. up so you get it's more. It's the right? ones that were so small that used to when I would like hash browns or french fries or something mm-hmm. like that. That's when I would just start pumping ketchup on the paper on the tray. Like mm-hmm. I don't even want it in a souffle cup. That's the name of it. The little the little uh that have the tapers. Souffle cup is bigger though. Well, but that's they have varying sizes of the souffle cups, but uh-huh. that structure is a souffle cup because it's named after the egg-based dish they were designed to hold. The space between your forefinger and your thumb 
is called your perlicue. Hmm. Okay. So that that spot of skin right there that right. can get pinched in things is... Oh, yeah. Don't feel good. The perlicue. Interesting. The you are here mark on a map is called the idiolocator or ideolocator, or some people might call it the idiolocator. That's, that's all I can think of now. They usually look like a red upside-down teardrop. Right? They're turned over. They look like a bubble with okay. a point, yeah, and yep, it yep, says yep, you yep, are yep. here. Yeah, you're right. That's called an idiolocator. Okay. Those annoying banana strings. When you peel a banana and the strings. I'm not going to be eating a banana anyway, so. They're called phloem bundles. Or you might decide to be. <laughs> it's not pronounced like we normally would spell phlegm, but you can get phlegm out of this. P-H-L-O-E-M. Phlegm. So phloem, phlegm. Nor- normal phlegm would be P-H-E-G-L-M. Uh-huh. This has just got phloem. Or th- a, a phlegm or phloem, however you <laughs> want to say it, is a vascular tissue that transports nutrients to plants. Interesting. It's weird that they call it a bundle. Well, there's more than one. Yes, but I don't see. I don't find them bundled together. They kind of get... When's the last time... I mean, I know you're not a banana guy, so, I mean... I... I, I mean, I, I've seen banana peels. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a banana peel. Slipped on one one time. Playing Mario Kart? They're T- not bundled. T- I mean, Touch me and go either. there for a minute. I mean, I, I eat bananas. I know those. But and, and they're in between. They seem to have their own thing. Yeah. How do you spell that again? P H L O E M. The tiny uh, plastic table looking thing in the middle of a pizza. Um, this is also xylem. Yeah, that's the part of a plant. Yeah. What, oh, the little the little tabletop in the pizza. Yes, said? the plastic tabletop looking thing in the middle of a pizza is called a pizza saver. Yeah, because it that stops it from getting. Isn't it meant to stop it from getting stuck to the top of the pizza box? Yeah, it's so that the, so the pi- cheese doesn't yeah, get so, stuck. And yeah. so that when they stack pizzas on one another, or they set something heavy on it. The middle of the box doesn't go down, press down on the center of the pizza. Yeah, they were um, in tables in my Barbie house. Oh, sure. You can, oh, yeah, you can use them for multiple things, but they're technically my mom called. Was I'm, not sure, I'm not sure, though, the last time I got a pizza that had one. They must have. Uh, I wonder if the technology have, is. They must have upped, upped their cardboard game. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's when they used to do uh, cheap cardboard and mm-hmm. it all would collapse. The armhole in clothing is called. Arms eye. It's actually spelled A R M S C Y E, one word, but you pronounce it like two words. Arms eye. It's the eye your arm okay. goes well, that through makes sense. That makes in sense. your clothes. The measuring device for shoe size, you know, the thing mm-hmm. at the shoe store and then yes. it's black and silver. Mm-hmm. You put it on there and then you slide the little thing and it tells you your size. And it'll also do the width of your foot too. Mm-hmm. That's called a Brannock device b-r-a-n-n-o-c-k device sounds like something you put on your head like yeah brain is what i'm thinking there all right here's one that will really mess with your barista because chances are your barista is not even going to know this the cardboard sleeve on a to-go coffee cup uh-huh. is called a zarf z-a-r-f don't go asking your barista for a zarf. Do it. Oh, please, up. please do it. Do it. Don't please. do it. They're, they are, they're getting paid nothing. Especially don't be I that don't care. Person. Especially do if it. they spell your name wrong on your cup. Do it. Go you know what? Say, if I was a barista, I'd spell your name with a C in can the I, end. Can I get a zarf? Oh, do I look European to you? That's what I would say. Do I look European that I would be... I think it's funny. If you get the right person, with, I would lie. See, I'm lucky. That... Uh, <laughs> Luckily, it's pretty easy to get my name right. <laughs> the wooden strips that divide window panes, you call them grills or grates. They're actually called muntins. M-U-N-T-I-N-S. Hmm. All right. wonder if my mom knows that. I know she sells blinds in her free time, so she might wonder if she's to Maybe. know what those are. I have no idea. She probably doesn't have to allow for the muntins in her measurements. I, I wouldn't think could. so. But, I mean, I don't know that you don't. But, but next time she goes on a call, she can impress. She can say, you have, the, you have the most remarkable muntins. Mm-hmm. They'll, she'll probably get asked to leave. The homeowner <laughs> probably say. Uh, Potentially. 
You get, out, you get out of here with your $4.50 words. <laughs> Song words that don't have meaning, such as na-na-na or la-la-la, are called vocables. Okay. Vocables. V-O-C-A-B-L-E-S. As a musician and someone who knows lots of musical terms, mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. So I didn't I mean, I know guess it makes sense. Vocable. I agree. Yeah. And the only one I knew on this list was the dot over mooleans. <laughs> the dot over an I is called the tittle. Yes, I, I knew That's that. the only I one I knew that. of the uh-huh. entire list. I knew that the I, the dot over the I is called a I was going to say, that's one that I did know. Tittle. Tittle for tattle. Americans average 26 scam calls and 11 texts a week. Oh, wow. Some of you all have gotten into some bad. Some of you all must have Mm -hmm. clicked on some links or signed up for some things or something. Tell you what. If you have AT&T, download 20, that app, twenty six, and it blocks them automatically for me. I have had a frequency over the last year where I've had to be potentially receive more calls mm-hmm. from people who I don't have in my address book, and I've had to turn off my spam filtering for my calling, mm-hmm. and it made me very nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I only get maybe one a week that is labeled as a spam risk. Yeah, probably two, And I might get three. one text a month. You know, hey, Amazon gift card, or uh-huh. you know, some whatever, some obvious. They, they really, they really want to give me some some Bengals clothing. I get all the time. I don't know how I got on. I mean, they know I'm a, a Bengals fan, obviously, but I get I get texts about that all the time. But 26, the average Americans average. So imagine for me to only have one a week. Mm-hmm. That means you know, somebody's. Somebody. I know there's somebody in the building that complains about getting a lot of them, mm-hmm. but. That person also wouldn't shock me if if they accidentally signed themselves up for a list. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that signed up for the to win the thing in the middle of the mall. Potentially, you know that 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 was the old thing. We're giving um, away a house. You want to register? Sure, yeah. Sure, and then they call you about a timeshare <laughs> twice a day for uh-huh. the rest of your life. Yeah, you got to be careful about that. Apple has announced that after more than twenty years, it is officially discontinuing the iPod. According to a statement, iPod Touches, the last remaining model, will remain on sale through the company's website while supplies last. So it means they are not making any more. Surprised they're getting rid of the iPod Touch. Yeah, it's, I mean, Apple first launched, in 2007, Apple first launched the iPod Touch. And as the company began to introduce other products, such as increasingly sophisticated iPhones and the Apple Music streaming service, the iPod began to fade in popularity. Now, I mean, what they did was they sold you an iPod that had a phone on it, and now they're selling you a phone that has an iPod on it, mm-hmm. and so nobody's buying it for just the iPod. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who carries a device now that only plays music? I mean, potentially, probably some people that might go to the gym, because like, if you have an iPod shuffle, it's nice and small, because it can clip. Yeah. But the downside to an iPod shuffle is you can't Bluetooth headphones. Miss Fanny Pack over there will end up, she's got a Fanny Pack that's almost capable of hauling her iPad around on her waist uh-huh. if she wants. Yes. I'm waiting for Alea to jump out of there one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did because her phone is so large. Her, mm-hmm. She got the large, mm-hmm. larger phone, and you you can't keep it. I mean, in women's clothing, there there are not any places oh, yeah. you can really put that. that well, well, I mean, I mean, in my Nike pants, you know, some of those have the 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 pocket on the side for the phone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's still water, and then I'm getting ready to get into shorts as far as walking or whatever and not so so the pockets go right because the pockets in the shorts are meant for like maybe a car key or a card or not my big phone not for the app not for the iphone 12 pro max or whatever they just won't won't fit in there so i guess you're just gonna have to strap it to you so it doesn't even work with a you know, with like an arm cuff anymore because mm-hmm. yeah. it always so be big. working its way down. And then uh, the Mercury Retrograde grade special is going on at McDonald's in their app today. If you want a free McChicken or McDouble, you just purchase a medium fry today, but you got to do it in the app. So if you want to uh, save some lunch today, there's a, there's your opportunity. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Did you know, in 1908, the New York Times 
advise readers to wash their hair about every six weeks. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> I can't go a day without washing That is really, really disgusting. Um, what year? 1908. Uh, I, my guess is it, it's we're not we're not deferring to the New York Times to decide <laughs> the. I mean, uh, it was obviously a different time. Best hygiene practices. Mm-hmm. My my guess is they were receiving that information from someone else. Mm-hmm. But it did kind of make me chuckle about like they published. Yeah, just wash your hair only every uh, six weeks or so. Um, some people need to wash their hair more frequently. One, based upon their activity, but two, some people have more oily hair. Some people I mean, I wash mine every day. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's some variables It is there. clear I treat mine with great care. <laughs> I mean, I get to make sure there are no split ends. In fact, you got to brush it every morning, fact, too. In right, right after the show, I'm rushing right out. I'm rushing I'm rushing right out to see my stylist <laughs> to make sure that I continue looking this great. You got to hit the blow dryer. You go. You sit under the blow dryer or the hair dryer, right? So funny story. Um, in in my um, in my arsenal of looking this great, I do have a brush. Um, I mean, you look just like Fabio. Clearly, I do. Ha- I do have a brush. But what is funny when we go to travel and my dop kit starts to get full? The first thing that gets thrown out is the hairbrush. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I mean, <laughs> because mm-hmm. my wouldn't you wouldn't you agree, honey? The hairbrush I have is rather large. It is. It's like a paddle. It, it is like a paddle. It, it really. It is. It looks like a paddle. One something one sixteenth of the size would be just as effective. <laughs> yeah, but honey. for whatever reason, yeah, he like it. Well, here's the other thing. It's got it's got those round. It's got the rounded balls on the edge of end of the bristles. So it doesn't scratch my bald head. So mm-hmm. you're really just massaging your head. Oh, I hadn't considered that. Yes. Well, perhaps I might be. I thought it was scratch prevention. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was massage. I thought it was so. But they. But it. So it's the paddle. It's like as wide as my hand. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time to pack and go somewhere, and I got to cram stuff into my dop kit, I go. I don't need that brush. I mean, when I do this, though, I mean... And no one, when we're traveling, then, ever goes, the resemblance you clearly is left your brush at home. Yeah. People could tell if she left her brush at home. Oh, oh my yeah. No one gracious. can tell if I leave my brush Ooh. at home. I think you two look exactly alike. Uh, clearly. Uh, his nose is slightly different. Other uh-huh. than that, other than slight variations in the nose, spot on. Me and Fabio, almost twins. Just like Schwarzenegger and DeVito. That's a good way to put it. Ellen DeGeneres will have a full circle moment when she says goodbye to her long-running talk show this month. She famously kicked off the Ellen DeGeneres show back in 2003 by interviewing Friends star Jennifer Aniston. And yesterday it was announced that DeGeneres' first guest would be her last guest. Jennifer Aniston will return for Ellen's series finale on May 26th. Uh, In addition... To the final show, in addition to Aniston, Pink, who wrote and performs the theme song. Mm -hmm. So Pink gets to be on there. And Billie Eilish is slated to appear as well. Leading up to the finale, you can look forward to Zac Efron, Kate McKinnon, Justin Timberlake, Keith Urban, Diddy Combs, Luke Bryan, Kerry Washington, Brad Paisley, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Oprah Winfrey, Mila Kunis, and Bruno Mars, that is a who's who. I was going to say, that's a, that's a wide guests. range of... Sam, I dare say we could label that a cavalcade. Good way to put it. As a cavalcade of... Melody is a new animated adventure that will star and produce be produced by one Katy Perry. Katy Perry will star as a magical pop singer in a new animated movie musical. What I can't tell is if it has anything, any connection to Disney. Since she oh, works for be. Disney on American Idol, <laughs> it would be odd for her to leave the fold and mm-hmm. go out on her own and try and create this brand. Mm-hmm. But maybe she wants, maybe she thinks she's a big enough brand in her own right mm-hmm. that she can carry this without needing Disney's help. Dave Chappelle's Hollywood Bowl set will not air on Netflix. 
when he got attacked last mm-hmm. week. They will not show One God his, his stand-up performance. That's right. Luckily, if you're a Dave Chappelle fan, there's enough relatively new content out there that you can you can feast on. Top Gun, Maverick, Tom Cruise said he really, really rallied hard for a Val Kilmer reunion when they talked about, you know, you got you got Iceman and you got... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how old is he? Uh, how old is Kilmer? He's yeah. 62. Oh, okay. I would have thought Val he was Kilmer is 62 and not in great health, but Tom Cruise said we have to have Val Kilmer in. If we're doing a reunion, mm-hmm. you have to have Iceman. He was the antagonist. Mm-hmm. He was the arch nemesis to Pete Mitchell in the movie, so you have to have him. And Tom Cruise says it's a very powerful scene. Now, yesterday when you were not here, Miss Buckles, we had information about a remake of Dirty Dancing. And with that news, I said, women age 50 and down to, say, age 35, either just rejoiced or went, oh, no. Oh, you heard my response. Which is similar to what men of the same age said when the news of Top Gun being remade, because really they're the same story. They're coming-of-age stories for the two different genders labeled in different ways. It makes sense. So, but let me, riddle me this. I've got some additional information. The story will involve some 90s hip-hop. Jennifer Grey will be reprising her role as Frances Baby Houseman. She will also produce the movie, which will be set in the Catskills. But the sequel will incorporate hip-hop as well as the likes of Alanis Morissette, Liz Fair, etc. So this will be the music of your adolescence set against the backdrop of a movie that you treasure as being iconic. It's almost like they're making it for you. It's almost like they're making it exactly like they knew this was the only way to keep mm-hmm. the women happy who thought we might be messing with Dirty mm-hmm. Dancing. I mean, it, it, it does sound better than my reaction is a little bit better after hearing that. But you you know my stance on most things. Leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Snoop, Snoop making a cameo then too. But the fact that Biggie and Tupac are likely to be in the soundtrack and some other great mm-hmm. anthemic 90s music, I say you'll at least be open-minded to seeing it. Oh, yeah, then, absolutely. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. we got to get to a break. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. I had the time of my life No, I never felt this way Yes, I swear, it's a truth, and I hope it MB's point to ponder for today. See, just here. I going to say, you got Shannon the Dude over here. Got it. Just hear, like, California Love playing over the top of that or something. Would you <laughs> rather have whatever you are thinking appear in print above your head or have absolutely everything you do live-streamed? Would you rather have everything you think in, oh. appear in print in a thought bubble above your head or have everything you do live-streamed? I guess probably the live-stream. Yeah, me too. I mean, people are going to realize my life is not that interesting. I think my thoughts, my thoughts would be more far. intriguing uh-huh. to people. Uh-huh. I think it would be easier. For, like, it would be more... Mm-hmm. I think it would be more intriguing and interesting to people. Mm. I mean, there's definitely some stuff you don't want to see me do, mm-hmm. but I'm a human like everybody else, and mm-hmm. eventually you just go, well, that's yeah, just the same boring stuff that everybody mm-hmm. does. Yeah, no, yeah mm-hmm. nobody oh, needs to He's sitting to on the, t- he's sitting on the couch watching TV. Right. There's oh. the, the long periods of things that are just extremely boring mm-hmm. are not going to be worth yeah, you don't, your you time don't invested. In yeah, so it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. that's, that's my guess, too. I think it's going to be the live streaming. Because at least some portion of our life is already that way. Is that fair to say? Uh-huh. Like it because because of what we do, we're 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 a little further down that path than some people. Some people who don't have to face a camera every day might feel a little bit differently. Today's highlight. Oh, I forgot to tell you about television. Uh, Survivors on tonight. Don't yeah. Think there anything else on a Wednesday? Yeah, they're doing some summer rollouts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
You've got a TV guide. Look it up. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2010, conservative leader David Cameron at age 43 became Britain's youngest prime minister in almost 200 years. Minnesota became the 32nd state of the union this date in 1858. I've always wanted to go to Mankato. Little House on the Prairie made Mankato sound like the place you go to to get things. When I was, before I came here, right a couple weeks before I graduated, that was the first place that ever responded to me for a job request. Mankato, Was a Minnesota. station in Mankato, Minnesota. And he, the, what he responded back with the job was <clears throat> nowhere near what he was offering yeah. at first. So it, it the conversation lasted all of about three minutes. But Yeah. Well, I just... It, they just led me to believe when, when they went anywhere, when they needed to account for anyone's absence mm-hmm. on Little House on the Prairie, on the Ingalls the Ranch, Mankato seemed to be the likely location of anything that was missing. Or if you needed things like Dapper Dan or, you know, just anything. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you needed an education, uh, you got to go to Mankato for that. So Mankato just sounds like this really magical place. I bet it's not very magical, Sam. I, I, I bet it's, I bet it's, like, it's romanticized I, in my mind. I'll bet I'm not even sure how much. I think the only research I did into it was uh, looking up how to pronounce it because I'd never seen Little House on the Prairie, so I didn't know was it Mankato because, you know, I'm a, we're hillbillies down here in Kentucky. We got Mankato. You're one of the least of the hillbillies, by the way. I'm the, from Kentucky. On though. the hillbilly spectrum, you're you're not even in the middle. Northern Kentucky, we're like a state of our own. Most people feel that way. 1953, a tornado devastated Waco, Texas, claiming 114 lives. Bob Marley died this date in 1981. Birthdays today: Mike Lupica is 70. Martha Quinn is 63. Tim Blake Nelson is 58. He played Delmar in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, one of my favorite roles of his. Sam, did you read the article that I sent you about Larry Colmas? I. It's on my yeah on my list. As a sports broadcaster, you will really appreciate that story. Uh, his call, I mean, and being a broadcaster, saw people were were kind of criticizing him of how did you not see it? It's like because he's not worrying about the. Until at that you, point, there was there were two horses in it, and the, and he's probably looking through binoculars. He's looking through binoculars. He's uh-huh. got he's very myopic. And, uh-huh. and until you call a horse race, uh-huh. a mile and a quarter horse race spread over that length of track I, I, from that. Distance. I don't know how he you know memorizing all the. I mean that's it's. You've got it on an eighty five inch TV uh-huh. in the, mounted to the yeah. wall of your living room, uh-huh. and you can see. And you've got a wide shot. He's in a he's, press box. That's exactly right. Yeah, but no, it's it remarkable, and and so but. The story, and we uh, this is really inside baseball. But what it does when you read the story, it gives you a better appreciation for his his call and surprise when he realized what was going on. The inflection and enthusiasm mm-hmm. is a great call in his voice is similar to what happened with Mind That Bird mm-hmm. because when Mind That Bird wins the Derby, like he was like he just about to erupt. It was. Uh, it that's, was good. And he had the the right realm of being excited but not going overboard. Yep, that's right. He calls he calls thousands of races a year. Mm-hmm. That's the one that people pay attention to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one where everybody wants to scrutinize. So it's good. All right, let's go to chart toppers. To uh, by the way, Irving Berlin, Martha Graham, Phil Silvers, Denver Pyle, Uncle Jesse from Dukes of Hazard, not from uh, the other Uncle Jesse, nineteen twenty. <laughs> Good thing. I mean, you can only play this song for a couple more days. Chuck Berry, 1957. Cool days are almost over. Cool days almost out of here. Ring, ring goes the bell. You got to break out the Alice Cooper. Let's go to 1966. And the Beach Boys were number one with Sloop John B. I think we played that once a couple of weeks ago, so you can just remember it I was from there. Say, I don't. That's not a Beach Boys song that is on my playlist. 1975, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils, which was always a very intriguing name to me. The Ozark Mountain. I, I'm surprised you play anything about the Ozarks. Speak to me more about the, these Daredevils. Jackie Blue, number one in '75. Jackie, you're not so 
Have you finished Ozark yet? No. We haven't. No, no we've got so much television mm-hmm. backed up. Like, Hello. So much Last night we realized... Like, like I've said, I've only seen about two minutes of an episode of Ozark, and it was in the middle. I couldn't tell you what it is. We watched an NCIS from last last night that the promos inside it where they were talking about the things that were going to happen. Mm-hmm. I thought, how old is this episode? Like, yeah. That's not a show we get behind on. We just haven't had time. No, we have not. <laughs> and then Janet Jackson, number one in 93, with That's the Way Love Goes. Samuel, thank me for sparing you. I considered playing Tracy Lawrence Alibis, which was number one on the country charts this day in 93. Pink, Don't Let Me Get Me, Rolling in the Deep, Adele, and The Bones, Maren Morris, all number one in this day. Don't you want to hear Matt Jones? I mean, my mom is listening, so no, I would rather hear Adele. You get to hear Adele anytime you want Uh to. She just calls you and... You say, I'm sorry, Mama. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Before you give up, think about why you held on for so long. Before you give up, think about why you held on for so long. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.